Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is LaCharles and we're so glad you could join us. However, before we get into the Word, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you for the joy that you put inside of our hearts, Lord, that you have blessed us with good things all around, Lord, and that you have only provided the best for us, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we have your Holy Spirit, Lord, who is the best guy, Lord, inside this earth and everywhere else, Lord. And we just thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. Glad to have you with us as we dive into Scripture and continue our study in the book of Hebrews. We are in chapter 10 and still discussing verses 26 through 39. So whether you're joining us for the first time or you're rejoining us, we'd like to encourage you to pause the episode and just take a moment to read through that section of Scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And at this time, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. So I, I want to I back up to a few verses real quick before continuing because it, it kind of links together and We'll look at verses 29 through 31, which says, Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So, looking at those first verses the first few about trampling the the son of god underfoot it really is a terrible thing like the lord jesus should not and will not be abused by anyone especially his children the people that say they love him like that that's like the worst crime you could commit right there um and then insulting his hardest and sincerest effort to make sure that we knew that he loved us because up until the point that Jesus had physically come into the earth and died on the cross, had gone to help preach the gospel, been raised again and ascended to the right hand of the Father, we see in Scripture they go, oh, the Lord gave you that sickness or the Lord took away your children, like in the case of Job. Uh, the Lord took away your finances. They blamed all of the evil on the Lord and it wasn't him who was doing it. So they didn't quite understand and grasp the the the. the measure i'm lacking the word that i want to use i quite can't think of it at this moment but the magnitude there it is the Mm -hmm. magnitude of his love for us they couldn't quite see it because of their misunderstanding so when jesus came he showed us just how much he loved us and it's the way that the lord phrased it is it's like a a child and a parent relationship you know the parent teaches this child a really profound skill will take um, you and mom, you and dad, for an example. Dad taught me how to write papers. And at the time that I was being instructed, I didn't like it. I I didn't want to write, period. But now that I've gone through a semester in college and I had to write papers and receiving the praise from my professors because my papers are so well written, I forgot who it came from. And at the moment, I just 
sad to say, disgraced my parents with shoving blank sheets of paper in a report and trying to pass it off as the whole thing. And it's like um, what Proverbs 2014 says. It's good for nothing. Evil, cries the buyer. But then when he's gone his way, he boasts. So that, that's the, uh, the, the, the writing, it's good for nothing. Evil, I cried. But then one of my professors is like, oh, your papers are so well formed. Then I was boasting. But mm -hmm. I forgot to acknowledge where that skill had come from, which was the Lord through my parents who sat there and leafed through 50 blank pieces of paper to go to the end of my report. I'm making air quotes because blank paper is not a report. <laughs> go ahead. So when we, when we walk before the Lord, it's important that we acknowledge his effort and the effort that he spent into making sure that we had a chance to live a good life. And I don't mean a good life, what people are claiming today where you do whatever you want to, but nothing's broken, nothing's missing. We live what God intended for us to live before sin entered the scene. It's important that we acknowledge him and respect him and demonstrate our appreciation for what he did because he, Jesus didn't have to die on the cross. It could have just been him, the Holy Spirit and God, the father and the angels that didn't choose Satan having a party up there. And we would be where we would rightfully deserved to be yet he came and provided a way for us to be one with him so it's important that we honor his work and like you mentioned in the last episode about Moses Moses thought well I'm just going to strike the rock and I'm going to get some water and then they'll stop talking for once but he didn't understand that he was disrespecting the Lord and trampling if you will if we could liken it here the work that God was trying to do for the children of Israel and the sight of all the people to see he didn't know that's what he was doing but the cost was like Cain he's like this is too much Lord can I please just go into the land of Canaan and the Lord's like no you can see it with your eyes but you can't cross over and it wasn't because the Lord had hatred or was angry at Moses that's just what the penalty of that sin was he couldn't go over Mm -hmm. But the Lord was gracious and merciful enough to allow him to see it. And he could, Moses still made it to heaven. He, <laughs> Which is a far more important. Better element. than the land of Canaan. Amen. Mm. So what you, what you said in there um, about the example of Moses with the rock, the rock was a type and shadow of Jesus. So the first time represented the suffering that Christ, him being struck, right? Bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace being upon him. But the second time when Moses um, paraded the Lord proverbially or in a demonstration and disrespected the Lord and Savior and the sacrifice that he would provide and be by striking him again shows us it's a very deep correlation to what we're talking about now. Putting, to the, putting the Lord to an open shame again or trampling underfoot the Son of God. That's exactly what was happening. Moses, because he is a human and was in his flesh, didn't understand what the rock represented, that it was holding and carrying a demonstration of our Lord and Savior. He didn't get that full weight of it, but to God, this is exactly what it was. And so the just that understanding that you're right. Christ was, he was put to an open shame once. He's not doing that again, right? Yes, mommy. And the honor and their love and their respect that we have for him 
uh, should be at the forefront of our minds and the value and the appreciation that we have for the sacrifice that he made should also be at the forefront of our minds. And just looking at you, you opened by saying that he's not going to be disrespected like that again. And looking at his earthly um, ministry, the, the ministry that Jesus had, he wasn't here so much in people esteeming him and carrying him on, on the little little Litter. beds. Exactly. And fanning him with palm leaves and offering him um, idol worship. And I don't mean like I-D-O-L. I mean worship that is empty. Worthless. And right, as in idle words. Pointless empty of meaning, empty of value, empty of sincerity. He wasn't looking for those outward demonstrations. He was looking for the hearts that would come to him. But even still, when the Pharisees or the people tried to throw him off the side of the cliff, he didn't allow that because it wasn't time. And that was not what the father had appointed for him. But he submitted to the cross and everything that was associated with the plan of God concerning him. So that's what the Lord submits to our Lord and Savior, not our abuse. Now, oh. a part of the God, God's plan, we did demonstrate abuse towards him, right? His creation. Yes, he, um, I think we'll see later in Hebrews that he, did, he didn't pay attention to the shame that was happening at the moment, but he looked to the joy that would be coming, right? Yes. And endured the cross. Um, that's Hebrews chapter 12 to um, finish the course so that he could sit down at the right hand of the father after he was raised from the dead. But he wasn't just a whipping post. He wasn't just out there for, you know, people to um, abuse at their will and to mistreat. So God is very specific about what our Lord and Savior has been yielded to, right, and available to, to take the penalty for our sin and the punishment that was rightfully due us. But I think we should just take stock of that and realize that he is the king of glory. Amen. He is the Lord of glory. And as beloved as we are, as special as we want to think we are, <laughs> we are cherished by God, no doubt. But even Moses thinking, I'm Moses. I mean, who's more chosen than Moses at that moment, at that moment in time? And we give ourselves liberties to um, exceed our left and right lateral limits to go beyond what the Lord has said, I think we should take caution to that as well and realize that God is working his plan and we should make it our business to value and to esteem things the same way that he does so that we don't find ourselves in a position of dishonoring the Lord intentionally or unintentionally. I don't think Moses struck the rock with the intention of, I'm going to shame you, Lord. And we, we can come to that conclusion based on how God responded. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. God didn't say, oh, you shamed me, then, you know, he said he'll honor who those who honor him and those who dishonor him, the other side of that coin, he will dishonor, right? So he didn't yes, dishonor really? Moses. He didn't exclude Moses from salvation, like going to heaven and being able to come home with the Lord. But it did cause Moses loss in his, his natural personal, life. natural life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Layla, you have something else? Yeah, Go what ahead, else are you going to share? Yes, mommy. And then the verse 31 about the fearful thing falling into the hands of the living God. It's like the Lord already came to get us. He already came in his natural um, life. He's not going to chase you down to make you accept 
what he's done for you just like mommy daddy you don't chase me down to do my chores because because i know what what occurs afterwards should should i decide that mm, i get a little bit big for my britches uh because i'm submitted to the lord and i love you and dad i do my chores mostly willingly amen we whatever be- you have to wrangle in your own emotions is that's you're allowed to be a human as long as you don't exit your place of grace and humility, right? Yes, mommy. All right. The same thing is being said here. Sure, uh, Dad, I believe it was you that mentioned it in Matthew 21 about if the person that falls on the rock will be broken. Oh, that but, was your mother, but yes. But if the rock falls on the person, they will be powder, which means they, if the wind blows, they go away with the wind too. Mm-hmm. So it's better for you, for me to come and seek the Lord to repent instead of him having to come to me. Because if he if he's coming in that way, it's too late. The choice has been made. <laughs> Time is up. And the repercussion for the sin or the receiving of what I've heaped up for myself or anybody has heaped up for themselves is now at the door. And there's there's. In the case of eternity like whether you spend it with the lord or separated that after you depart from this earth there is not another chance to make the choice so now would be a good time to fall on that rock sure your arm may be broken but he's also the great physician he can he can patch that arm up right quick and in a hurry and make it whole and you can actually use it to do good on his behalf work the work that he's asked you to do instead of being broken spiritually forever where you can't see the king's face anymore. And mama, you tell us this story all the time that the reason that you and dad do what you do with such fervency and, and I wouldn't say spunk, but energy. I don't quite have the word at this exact second. There's great diligence and determination. There we go. Diligence and determination that you do it is because you love the Lord. And it, and and you tell us that it's not enough to go, I just don't I just don't want to go to hell. Yeah, that's a good reason. But unless you love him, you're not going to revere him in the way that you should and all the ways that you should do it. You're still going to shortchange him whether you think you're doing it or not. Just mm-hmm. like I've shortchanged you and dad whether I thought I was doing it or not because I was not my heart wasn't solely purposed on pleasing you is because I just didn't want to do the chores and I wanted to go watch football. So I'm going to speed through the chores as fast as possible without taking the care to make sure that I did it right to demonstrate that I love you. And I appreciate what the fact that I have a roof over my head and all the training and things that you've instilled in me. The same thing applies with the Lord. We should honor him in all ways of our lives. There shouldn't be one area that the Lord is disappointed with us in because Mm -hmm. we just want to do our own thing we can't be bothered with honoring him and respecting him and doing what he asked us to do when on the grand scheme of life he didn't ask much of us mm-hmm. no he has not asked much of us in relation to, <laughs> to what he's given amen to that mm-hmm. i'll use this as a transition um and what we see inside of verse 32 he begins by saying but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated you endured a great struggle with sufferings partly while you're made a resp- made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you um, became companions of those who were so treated. And going back to the example of how the difference that the Lord makes and distinguish, he's not just making a difference and doesn't just pay out to people essentially what they did wrong. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas what we see with humans, we're so keen to meet out to others what you did against me. But when it comes down to you bless me so much, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you my best. We're not so keen to do that. Mm-hmm. We'll treat them the exact same as a person who just gave us two sticks to rub together when we were cold. Mm-hmm. I if they made fire, then that's a that's a huge blessing. But if, if you were if able to generate fire. some fire with it. Two dead sticks. But, oh, okay. <laughs> and just understanding that the Lord, while we um, understand that he is the one who um, repays and will judge each man according to his work, but he's also keen to do that for when we do well as um, good, do good as well. Mm-hmm. Meaning that he's not just trying to bash us over the head and say, okay, I'm going to smash you. But also we have to realize that the exact same standard that the Lord uses to judge people, he uses that to bless. Meaning that the Lord doesn't shortchange it and say, I know you you have put in 32 years of faithful service. I'm going to give you five minutes in heaven and then the rest of your time you spend in hell. Enjoy. He doesn't do that. That's, that's not how he works and that's not how he acts. Be unjust scales and balances or mm-hmm. weights. Yes. That's what humans do. Mm-hmm. And just understanding that while we are moving forward inside of this, um, inside of the Lord, the blessing that he gives us does not always occur in the way we think blessings should occur. That's mm-hmm. something that's being pointed out here is that these trials and tribulations, yes, you are blessed through them when we see that with the apostles in the first church. They're blessed because they went through that process. It didn't look like a blessing on the outside being beat and whipped. I sure wouldn't think it was a blessing either. Mm-hmm. But understanding the outcome was greater than what they went through in the beginning, the struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's just as important that when we fall into the hand of the Lord, we're always in his hand. And back to that scripture inside of Matthew 21. Well, just falling into the hand <laughs> of the Lord is finding yourself on the opposite side of mm-hmm. choosing him. Yes. That is someone who's made themselves in opposition to the Lord and has left themselves open to judgment and receiving the full weight of their own sin um, or the person that has positioned themselves as an adversary to the Lord. So yes. um, as, a, as opposed no. to the Lord covering them, protecting them, being their shield, buckler, strong tower. Right. And so when the Lord says that you're in my hand and no one snatches you out, that's a, a shield of protection. That's blessing. That's provision. That's being in a right relationship with the Lord. So I just want to make sure we're not crossing those two um, references in the word. So it's still yes. clear what you're trying to say. Go ahead, honey. Now you're saying, um, as you're saying, mommy, that how we get into the hands of the Lord does change. Meaning that what I was trying to articulate is that we're never by ourselves, meaning that we're in control of our own fate. Essentially that the Lord is no longer, he's removed from the process. If that makes sense, meaning that the Lord has shaped and fashioned the whole earth is going to do what he wants. Mm -hmm. There's never a point in time where you become separate from that. You do what you want and you do what you think is good. Um, meaning that you have your own separate earth. If you could think about it as the Lord, he has this earth that we're all a part of. We don't make our own separate earth, but sites his that we can do what we want. We're mm-hmm. all still inside of his earth. Whether you want to or not, you are going to be subject to him one way or another. Mm. Yes. Okay. It's so no we- different than a parent to a child, right? Uh, but there's a whole different kind of outcome, right? If a yes. child, even as an infant or toddler, right, is crawling towards the parent, Right. The child can't force the parent to pick it up. But if it's crawling towards it, the child is typically picked up and received with joy and gladness, right? Yes. However, if that child is then trying to run away, crawl away, whatever it is, they, they still get picked up, but in a whole different kind of manner, right? There's a There yes. are different things that follow, yes? Because yes. there are some things, some 
some issues that we've got to deal with. So, right, regardless of age, is is no different, right? Yes. Neither is it any different with us and the Lord, regardless of our age or, uh, I'll say, just our relationship with Him. Yes, yes. Dan. So let's understand that. I mean, that's an oversimplified version. Mm-hmm. However, uh, the lesson is still there. Yeah, still gives an example. Mm-hmm. Go yes. ahead. I'll have to finish wrapping this up inside the next episode. I have a lot more I would like to share on this. Okay. okay. All right. So you want us to pause there for today? Yes, please. If you All right. Mind. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Well, with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. Oh, okay, sir. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord, and we just thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have provided for us, Lord, and we just thank you and acknowledge you that you are the one who gives us understanding on how to go about situations, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the strength that you put inside our lives as well, Lord, that we have the strength and the endurance to continue to press into what you have for us, Lord. And we just thank you for all these things in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.